Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Oh, and I wish you well. Oh, sign your pen, pal. That's right, folks. You're with the pencil buds today. We're going to get sued for this. Yeah, that. Once there was a podcast. Do you think when they were writing that song, they, they were like, and anything? then we got to put some words there. And since I'm like, do we need to, is I always mm, wonder this sort of stuff. Not enough. It's like uh, you and me and me and you, no matter that. that. There's yeah. a line in that where it goes, uh, so happy together. So how is the weather? And I'm like, what the fuck does that have not to do Not good enough for you. Not right. good enough for you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> not deep They also had a little Daniel. bit of your vetter in there. <laughs> And I like Little Vetter. Yeah. Yeah, well. Little Vetter, are you still working on that cartoon? I'm working on that cartoon. It's how <laughs> Eddie Vetter sort of grew up in the mm-hmm. San Diego area and uh, became a got Cubs fan. Pearl Jam. Big Cubs fan. Big Cubs fan. Yeah. Uh, it's like Bobby's World. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to get Louis Anderson to do it. Hey, we have a guest today. Okay. But before we do, okay. I want to remind everybody of a couple things. First what off, if I acted like I didn't know we had a guest, despite the fact the guest is just sitting here with us? You thought they were just here for the hang? <laughs> like when somebody gets like three lines on a sitcom and they invite their friends to come, like, just be there, just be there for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First off, All right, here tell we go. everybody. How, what if somebody's saying, you know what? I was jumping around, but I really, I, I couldn't. I wanted to hear the Kyle Canaan episode, so they haven't, they don't even know how to reach out to us yet. Okay. Here's Rory? the deal. Here's the deal. We've been doing the Pen Pals podcast for three years. Uh, we were, we're at a, a, a network called Starburns. Mm-hmm. We're now at Team Coco. This we're having true. more guests on our show, mm-hmm. and uh, we've changed how you can send us uh, snail mail. Um, you can always still email us yes. at thepenpalspod at gmail.com. But if you want to send us something, uh, you know, hardware, you want to send us some hardware, maybe cutlery or cutlery. Courtesy of the Pen Pals Podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, as mm-hmm. in cat, mm-hmm. number 121, 
L-A-C-A-90027. And we met someone after the Denver show that was telling us all about their son's circumcision that he got at the age of 16. That's right. And we said, stop talking. By choice. Stop talking. Not to you. We said that to her. Stop talking. Just send us the letter. And we still haven't gotten it. So if you're out there. And you are out there. And you're hearing this. Send us that story. Last thing I love is people go. who give us a little rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. So I'm going to read two quick ones. Ready? Ready? Yep. Hashtag ready. grow the show. That's you got the title. It. I just started listening with the Casey Wilson episode, and I love this show. I went back to start to listen to the beginning episodes, and they are just as good as the current ones. I'll take that endorsement. I'll take it. The chemistry between the hosts is great. I laugh out loud every episode, and am always in a good mood after listening. I hope this podcast goes on for a long time. Some would say. Already has. Yeah. That was from Versus. And Some then, would say too long, but uh, those people are mean. <laughs> then one more. They're mean. This is from Bigfoot PDX. I'm actually taking time to write. That's what they wrote. I'm enjoying this podcast so much that I'm doing something I should do more of to support podcasters. I'm writing a review. I enjoyed Rory from Dads and Dan from Douglas Movies and was really happy hearing about this. The material is great. Their banter is funny and their answers to letters are thoughtful and entertaining. So we're going for give it a try. <laughs> hey, writing oh, a review man. is easy. I'll do it more for us. Great. I don't care if you write a review for anyone else. Yeah. But thanks to us. Just do it for us. All right, folks. That's fun stuff. We got a we got a friend in the I always bring in the the guest. I feel like it's I'm I'm gonna let you do it. I feel like I I I uh I I don't even really know this guy we've got in here today. (laughs) Uh, This is a man who I met through the comedy community, as so many as you and I did, as so many of us do. But he was also one of those people who people kept going, "Do you know Kyle Kane?" And we hadn't met yet, and they're like, "Oh, you guys will get along." And I bet you get that a lot. Can I talk yet? Yeah, I I was waiting for my. All right. Don't you feel like you can't talk when you do guest on podcast? You're like, I don't want to ruin it if I come I, in too I, early. I don't know what the intro is. You guys are singing songs I know about, want to riff on. I'm sitting here quiet. Like, I want to jump in on this, but I don't know. I don't want to ruin the intro. Look, he's a Chicago guy, and he has he's he lives in both of our hearts. He's wonderful. He's funny. He's great. You know him. You should if you don't, but I bet you do, Mr. Kyle Kinane. Hey, guys. It's Hi, buddy. Oh, what do you want to say? Name. Get your riffs out. Well, Get now it's not What if you fun. had him, like now a grocery t- store list? I was like that mm-mm-mm song. I was, yeah. I remember being angry when that came out. Why? Because, because it was an affront to the concept of music the, to hmm. be like, this is a top hit, and uh, we're just going to hum it. Um, we're going to hum it. We're and it was sad. Team. Polka dots, right? Didn't she have polka dots all over her body? I just, it felt she persevered, right? Is that the big? Nevertheless, big I don't it know felt like this, like this song you sang when you like, like in a hippie community Whoa. when you had to bury someone's pet pig or something. <laughs> and there yeah. was just like a, can, have like a, a candle-lined lock, walkway, and there's like linens over the pet pig. It's got a uh-huh. Midsummer <laughs> feel. Shut the fuck up. It's got such a midsummer taste to it, <laughs> which I don't. Which I am gonna guess you haven't even watched. I have. You did right? see it's it. It's a freaky movie. Oh, I could see yeah. you bailing on that. You're like, nope. I'm out. I of tried this. to. Uh, you tried to I, bail. I tried to bail. Oh, yeah, okay, that's my but friend. I, I was know. also, but it also was one of those movies that you need closure. You have to. You just like, right. have you seen that? Oh, that's every movie for me. I will. Twenty minutes in, if I hate a movie, I'm like, I'm in. So few. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's like an OCD thing. I think it is. I think it is. Thin Red Line and North are the only two movies I ever walked out of. You walked out of Thin Red Line? I just couldn't. How are you still in America? What is this thing? War. I walked out of Troy. I didn't know what was going on that whole movie. I still don't. And everybody's in it. Every if you had yeah. if you had a SAG card in 1996, you're in. And you couldn't tell it was who because they're just dirty with the same <laughs> uniform on. Yes. So you're like, I guess that's uh, <laughs> Travolta. <laughs> who? I, why who not? I think's in it. Is he? Yeah, Nolte's in it. I, know I, that. I watched that once. Like I thought it was my duty as an American. It's Terrence like, Malick. I thought I was. Ter- I thought Ter- I wasn't Malick, allowed to right? vote if Terrence I didn't watch Malick. It. Terrence Malick. You know, uh, Kyle, when you uh, when when that whole Chicago crew, what were you guys called again? Like birds. Oh, the Blurds was Blurds. a crew, yeah. So that whole crew, when I first got to know you, not that this is an interview and we're talking about how we got to know Kyle, yeah, I know but I just want to praise that. you for a second, that people said when that whole crew of guys, which I feel like was 15 people, mm-hmm. deep, comics deep, uh, moved out to L.A. or would pop into New York, uh, yeah. you you were always the one that, even in that group, they were like, well, you got to see Kyle, well, I'll wait till Kyle goes up. And I was always, <laughs> before I knew you, I was always like, like God, I hear so much about this Kyle guy. Yeah, that is, and then the that first time never I saw done it, well the first me. time I saw it, I was like, I get it. I see it. I see what they're talking about. They didn't say it was good. They just no, said you, you got to see, see it. it. They right? said you were fun and that you'd, you'd, you'd pass out on stage. This guy, this guy will be more drunk than even the, pe- <laughs> the people that you already are seeing on stage. So you think these guys are pretty drunk, right? You got to see this yeah, guy. Wait until he gets up there. He's something special. <laughs> uh, I think of you almost every day because there's a corner near where we record where I I just I've tr- I've tried to tell so many people if you're looking for your stolen bike it's on the corner of Bronson and Hollywood <laughs> they're all there yep. and I remember yours yep. got stolen and mine got stolen shortly after yours and we were like well we should try and find them no. I never found mine mine didn't get stolen but I, oh, remember, I thought yours no did. I remember yours yeah, got it, stolen okay, I'm yeah. like I'm on it man yeah. let me let me look let I me know exactly where it is accounts that I follow that like post stolen bikes it was gone oh, I that um, shit, should we go over <laughs> Let's go to the letters. Ooh. I feel like I ripped my throat up a I little bit. I sat up straighter in my seat yeah, with that. Felt, yeah, yeah, I felt it. He can cut a good promo. There was a vibration. Are you going to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Are you, you sure? Dig, yeah, dig okay. in. Here I go. Dig Ready? right in. Okay. I have decided for my greeting to blend your first names. Since Rory has four letters and Daniel six, I'm going to use a blended name with five letters and using letters in both of your names. Oh, next letter. <laughs> this, is, this is the most complex start. I'm pretty sure this is well, one of the puzzles here? in Die Hard uh, 3. <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. This is from Die Hard with a Vengeance or all the Saw movies. Yeah. Uh, ready? Here we go. Hi. Hi. Go, go for Why it, is this huh? Rubik's Cube covered in grease? <laughs> <laughs> and I have to wear mittens? Come on. Hi, Randy. What you think? I think that's a different podcast. Yeah. Uh, hoping this letter reaches you in time to be considered for Halloween, which I would say, sure. Sure. It did. My, my husband and I are purists who are listening to the show from the beginning forward. I hashtag grew the shoe, and you talked a lot about ghosts in the first year. Well, I got news for you. It doesn't stop. So hopefully... <laughs> This is still somewhat interesting. You mentioned at often in the beginning when to know you need to leave the house and call it a loss when it comes to paranormal activity. Well, for us, that's not an option because the ghost is my husband's dad. And not uh... only and not only does he seem to follow us around, he visits other family members on occasion. This is not a constant thing. 
and began about a month after he died in December of 2003. It was a sudden death and left my husband devastated. The activity began with our kids' toys playing on their own. We'd, t- we'd take out the batteries and they'd still play. Then, non-battery toys would begin moving and playing. He enjoyed driving a set of cars around our living room during our joint 30th birthday party with guests staring in horror. Stereos would... Can I ask a quick question? Yes, guys, we yeah. sure this is the dad and not a murdered child? <laughs> Why is the ghost dad going for the toys? No. That's when you're at an age you want to retire. It's usually model trains, but it could be the yeah, cars. He's, like he's, if he's working with what he got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. If it's my kid, I'm like, hey, when I'm a ghost, I'm going to flip the TV on it's, when you least expect it. It's always going to go to the golf channel. Yeah. To golf, yeah. and then you go, well, obviously, <laughs> that's my here. dad. Yeah. And I'll go, isn't that relaxing? Right. We're hanging out. Right. I'm going to make a cup of coffee, but not drink it for like an hour and a half till it gets to room temperature. <laughs> Stereos. I'm going to turn- get a, one, one, ice cube out of the, one ice cube out of the freezer to put in my cup of coffee. Yeah. Stereos would turn up and down. Lights would go on and off if we argued, and I tried to sleep on the couch. Random songs of his would play out of old broken stereos, and people found old pictures of him laying in odd places. We tried ignoring it initially, thinking we were nuts, but one night, my husband and I discussed how it felt like something or a thing was desperately trying to get our attention. Once we did some research and had a few interesting things happen, the activity settled down some, and we thought maybe we took care of it. Are you allowed to gloss over had a few interesting things happen when talking about ghosts? That's How many old broken stereos? Do you have around your exactly. house? Exactly. How many like how many like, how many supernatural playground elements the dad right. broke it before right. he passed away? It's like it was oh. the weirdest thing. Leather bound books only written in Latin <laughs> would read themselves. And you're like, what? <laughs> I have a book of spells. My collection and... of dust cover- covered treasure maps <laughs> found its way out of the attic onto the floor of the living room. Flash forward several years later, and he's still around, but not as often. <laughs> He especially same house. Do you think same house? Yes. Are they, okay. He especially seems to enjoy the holidays where he'll make ornaments on our Christmas tree dance and bells ring. We had to ask him to stop one year because our daughter was freaked. Tried a little hashtag F2F there. And he especially likes to hide things from us. A set of keys went missing for weeks to have them suddenly appear at the top of the our entryway stairs where you'd step on them if you'd miss them. My charging cord to my beloved Kindle disappeared for two days to find it coiled nicely on top of a stack of towels in our linen closet our daughter lost her sunglasses for several days to find them on the driver's seat of her car she would have broken them had she sat on them pans around or sorry pans sound like they've fallen in the kitchen when no one's there to find nothing out of place same with books in our library room I mean, if you have a library room, you're in a haunted house. This happened at our old yeah. house. Oh, also, is it called a library? Clue. They're in Clue. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you, you still would call it a library, right? You wouldn't have got, a library room. I have so many questions. Like, I, First off, if you're a ghost, you're like, I want to come back and let my family know no, I'm that I'm safe. Yes. And then you just see them getting repeatedly terrified by all right. your efforts. Maybe you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to pump the brakes. Oh, I'm this gonna is get, the most I'm gonna, I have lighthearted version of a haunting that I've ever heard. Like, I, there's I no part of me too. that's even slightly freaked a, out in a, any way. Oh, it sounds whimsical. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Pans have fallen in the kitchen. Nobody hears them. Same with books in the library slash library room. This happened at our old house and our new house. Exact same activity. So it is in a different house. Yep. While some may be creeped out, we find it oddly comforting to know he's still somewhere apparent. Uh, somewhere apparently. The practical jokes and missing items are quite in- inconvenient. I will say that. We suspect he's having a rip-roaring good time, hashtag RGT, watching he? us look for stuff. And we do honestly add, did dad take it when we ask each other where something was? Went. 
So my question to you guys is, and to your pen pal Kyle, what would you do if you couldn't leave the house to escape it? How do you go hashtag F2F, that's face-to-face, with something that doesn't have that second F, and would it bother you? Signed, let me double-check, Katie. Okay. Here's my thing. Yeah. It there is are only so many things. It is only <laughs> it is only I do have many things. It is only whimsical because you've told yourself it is, right? Like when you're camping out in the woods and you hear a noise and you're like wind, much easier for you to go back to sleep. If you convince yourself it's a wolf, not going to be very hard to go back to sleep. So, they've just said this is nothing. There's no indicator other than what uh songs of his that the, and pictures yeah. of him being knocked down. But here's my other question. What if he's trying to get a message to you guys? A little interstellar like the, going the, on yes, here. Yes, the cars are like spelled something out, and you just come in and pick them up, and he's been doing this yeah. for 18 years. Yeah, has trying, it been 18 years? Since 18 years. 2003, right? Oh, my God. 2003? Yeah. yeah. But don't you think that it's scary? First off, if obviously, you, condolences for the sudden loss of your dad. Uh, did I, wouldn't say say there's been, I wouldn't say there's been a loss at I all. I don't, but, but, <laughs> but in a way, how I, emotionally, you've lost your dad unexpectedly. Right. Horrible. And now you are certain that, one, when you die, something happens. You're now yes. going, I'm, I'm one of the people that is certain something happens. Yes. yes. And they're annoying you. Like when you go to cry about your dad, you're like, ah, well, I don't know. He keeps fucking stealing the car keys. Right. Yeah. How <laughs> are things with you and your old man? So, he keeps fucking taking my shit. So many, yeah. so many whittle. Yeah. There's whittle shavings everywhere. <laughs> I never see what he's whittling, but there's sawdust everywhere. I can hear he him just clear his throat as I try to go to bed. <laughs> he just makes all these tops, and he always keeps spelling out, have you seen Inception with our Hot Wheels? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's trying to warn them about other ghosts in the house, like, leave this house. Like, well, yeah. we have to stay. It's dad. Yeah, it's dad. What are we going to do? And then another family has to deal with him. Could you imagine being at that holiday party? Because, you know, in, like, obviously, you know, but in Beetlejuice, when they... They do the uh, the song. What is it? Whatever. Uh, yeah. Shake Sonora. Yes. Obviously, everybody's like, holy shit, this is really happening. If you were having a party and things just start moving around. I mean, first of all, I'm out. Like, yeah. you guys have a great rest of your night. Yeah. Like, and we, I might be on leave. a gummy or two. So I'm like, could you imagine? not okay. I mean, I figure with enough. If it's a party, I'm like, all right, well. The chances of me being the first one to go down because of whatever's happening is Slip, more, slimmer, yeah. and I do want to see this up. Like that's the best yeah. case scenario. You just party. start yelling. Out, I'm good with wanna... your energy. I am good yeah. with your energy. And I'm kind of over parties at 44. Out, like I spice it up. Yeah, with something. <laughs> but you got to be careful. You don't want to be like, hey, I'm going to leave. I think I'm freaked out, and then now you're Rick Moranis and Ghostbusters, and the fucking Beast Dog is Comes only chasing you, you yeah. and everyone at the party is safe. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, how do we know? Their like, coats are destroyed, but, but they're, they're safe. safe. Like, what if Pete, like, now you just have a party and people are like, oh, they think there's a ghost, so you can kind of take whatever shit you want. <laughs> <laughs> their last, They're not going to came to their last Christmas shit party, like, oh, our keys go away, my Kindle, I'm like, I'm going to up it yeah, to maybe, it's like it's $20, $20 or less. I got my mom some Svarsky, these fuckers don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, keep it. I grabbed t- a lot of his sneakers. <laughs> okay, but your, po- your podcast, was it yeah, Boogie, Boogie Monster? Yeah, Boogie Monster, we, uh, we t- discussed So where do you fall on ghosts? I have had uh, a couple weird things happen to me that don't prove anything, but it was. But I but, could but not questions. Uh, and I'm and I'm a, have turned into a skeptic because of how many stories we've read about sure. this stuff over the years. Yeah. I'm like, more and more, it's like, oh, this is all bullshit. 
But is but it the, all bullshit? The stories that I wind up hearing, because I feel like if you legit like had slime coming out of your walls or that kind of stuff, you'd leave. and you're going to tell your friends. Right in a in a again, I would again, because I'm already in a whimsical yeah, way. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Well, I don't have to hold down a nine to five, or so I have to go to the <laughs> bank and be like, "Oh, by sure. the way, this sure. weekend uh, uh, yeah. blood came out of the floor." Yeah, anyway, no... let's handle these accounts. Like that's you're not going to keep a normal life, <laughs> right? I can. We're you know in, in yeah, entertainment. Everybody talks crew. out their ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but this, like, I think when you die. I do think if you die unexpectedly, the energy that maybe yeah because I'm with you, you're of like That's you're still on electric charge yes in your brain your synapses run off electricity right and if that it's not like a battery dying out it's like a battery getting cut in half like energy can't be created or destroyed mm -hmm. it only mm -hmm. gets transferred so if something happens all of a sudden somebody dies in a car accident I don't know I that and that, I'm somebody with Kyle. can explain I am with me you on this. somebody can explain a scientist can explain this. Or anybody with common sense can explain this away very easily. But don't you think, could someone go, if all if everything they're saying is true, and I don't yeah. have any reason to say that it's not, yeah. I 100% believe what they wrote they believe to be true. Yeah. Can someone go into their house and explain away all of that? Like, yeah, I think that's like, where I'm like, the cord was on the towels. You would have stepped on those keys. The sunglasses would not have been left on the seat. Like, let me let me ask you this though. Let's let's I doubt say, you have a Dobby in your house. I, I know that same skepticism that you're talking yeah. about. But then I also agree like I don't know. There are instances where someone tells you or you have a freaky you have a personal account of something yeah. that happened that's kind of freaky. Right. But is there any part of you like reading this letter, let's say you're all in and you're like, oh that's the dad. Yeah. Is there any part of you that feels some sense of curiosity and excitement to be like hey when we die we get to go on another ride <laughs> well, like there's more to this whole thing yeah but how do you know that this dad's energy is having a good time i mean i mean cars. these are all whimsical he's, a, he's ashton kutcher to this family but how, also he's how are you gonna be them. like i need to tell them that there's an uh, there's an ominous cloud in their future let me use this old boom box like that's not gonna that convey the message You'll yeah, you're right. The Mr. Belvedere theme song. <laughs> I love it. This, and I don't mean this. <laughs> I used to watch it when I was sick all the time. No disrespect, but how funny would it be if you looked at old home videos of this dad interacting with the family, and he was always doing this annoying shit? Yeah. <laughs> like at Christmas, he would like sneak downstairs and shake the, the ornaments yeah. to freak everybody out. Okay, he'd bang the pans <laughs> and then hide in the pantry. <laughs> then you would be like, "It is definitely our dad." It's obviously him, right? right? This is what he used to so do. So to answer their question what would you do if you definitely had a ghost and you could not leave the house because i've always said like does, once once the toaster turns on and it's not plugged in we're moving like i don't need much I'm does a, the go but you, the, but they're saying that you can't leave that's it, i know but i'm this saying it seems benevolent though like what's it, it nothing they've listed sounds like it's intrusive or if, scary if, if you've already accepted that like oh that's the ghost of my husband's dad sure and he only does these mild inconveniences around the house. Like it was your Kindle cord. It wasn't even your phone cord. It was your Kindle. Kindle. You can have a train she ride. Listen, to a, listen she, to a podcast on the train ride. You don't need your Kindle. Much beloved. So he yeah. knew it meant something. I to think her. what are you what are you worried about leaving? This sounds How would you delightful. go how would you go face to face with something that doesn't have a second F? That's the world I don't, I don't know. Because I'm not looking at trying to get an exercise. somebody? Yeah, well, yeah, if you're trying to kick them out, that's when things can go weird. Yeah, because now they're like, how dare you? What do you want, pup, pup? How did he get for? in that house? How did his energy get to that house? Well, he, they say ghosts can follow you. 
That See, that's all, where that, I get off board because I'm like, I believe energy being stuck in a space, like in a in a area or a time, but to have it go with you, then that would be the energy but, stuck to you. And this was like, all right, and I had done this in a joke, so like you know, you got to preface if you're yeah, yeah, this yeah. was, but like. Like how like my apartment's haunted. Like why wouldn't a ghost just be like this apartment sucks? I'm gonna go to that apartment. Like why is a ghost stuck in an apartment? Like right. a ghost isn't on the lease. Yeah, the ghost like so. It's also like the, the old timey clothes on ghosts. Ghosts like do you is it what you died in or what you were buried in that yeah. you're the ghost? If you're that type of ghost, and if you can make the choice to like still walk the earth, like freshen up your look, a hundred percent. And like you, I what you just said, go somewhere great. I, I, yeah. I feel like you guys are being critical of ghosts, not knowing what the rules of the afterlife. Well, we don't know well, what they are. Tell me the rules then, Rory. <laughs> Freshen up your look. Tell me the, it's that easy? Is tell, it so tell me easy? the metaphysical parameters we're operating within <laughs> in regards to the supernatural, Rory. My last Rory. question. My last question. Would you, though, on some level, feel like you might not Ghost have... in an escape room. Yeah, what does tell, he do? You tell me why he's got to stay in that apartment. <laughs> would you maybe feel like you don't have privacy? Yeah. That's the part that I would be like, I need to know that you're not in the bedroom, or I need to know that you're not in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, I'm already a bit of a freak. I leave the blinds open <laughs> once in a while. You're inviting the world in? Yeah. Let the world in. Whatever, Let them see. What is there That's on you. If you're going to be a ghost in my house, that's on you. Yeah, that's your fault. Would you do a Ouija In this board? hypothetical question, do is the ghost a relative like this? Because if it's someone else's dad, I, I'm I doing a care. seance. I'm doing... I would do it anyway. I would do at least do a Ouija board. I've never done a Ouija board. I did a minimum. Yeah. You minimum. I've, at you minimum, you're you. doing light as a feather. <laughs> have you, have you done that? Have <laughs> you ever done I have that? never done that. You've never done light as a feather? No. As a Get out. Come on. Yeah. Get, on Get, up. Get on this too. Get up here. You got to chant it, right? Sean, who's not here, come help us. <laughs> the- theoretically, you and I could light as a feather, stiff as a board, Kyle. Look, I'm not here to say that we can or can't. But what I am here to say Wait, is... you got to pick one. Oh, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> You've never done Light as a Feather Stems before? I have, And did it work? I think Ish? so. Because you don't you do like like that? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I always just hung out with the kids that would kind of like choke you a little bit till you blacked out. Like that was, way, that was, was on, more the thing. I was on cigarettes <laughs> at seven. That was more the thing we got into. journey than we did. Hey, let me put you in a headlock behind a garage. No, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. <laughs> Fuck around with that light. Sorry, I, didn't feel, I didn't feel you tap. I didn't feel you <laughs> yeah, tap. Yeah. Me and Daniel are over here at church camp trying nah. to. Yeah. <laughs> no, once we're, we're edging. We're, we're edging. Once we see your eyes roll. Like, that proves Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, once we see your eyes roll back, we'll stop. Swear to God. I don't swear know. to God, I'll let up. <laughs> That's a tap. That'll be a tap. <laughs> I don't think I ever did Candyman. I never got into any of that stuff. I, but I never did a Ouija board. You, you did never do a did Ouija the. Board? Uh, you never did the. What was the Bloody the Mary? Bloody Mary in the. I, I don't think so. In the mirror, three times, which I think times. was similar to Candyman. Candy yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah, same same. Ouija board, times. yes or no? I think I've done a Ouija board. Never did. That was the that was Satan. I think I've done. I've well, done I, Ouija boards. Yeah. Did you feel it or was it all a gag? Yeah, but it was always like, "Who's moving it? I'm not moving it. No, you're moving it. No, I'm not moving I it." I think I would yeah. so, do it if I really thought a family member was. I would try. I would try to communicate. Yeah, a hundred percent. I would try, and then I would say, "Do you need anything?" Like I would want to know. Are you at, under duress? At That's the what point I, of what, if these examples are true, then absolutely. Like, all right, let's see what Pup Pup wants to. Yeah. Uh, prattle on about imagine like a, a lonely grandfather with a ouija board like yeah well first thing oh shit 
I'm gonna I'm gonna cramp <laughs> I'm gonna cramp up I'm gonna cramp up before off, he gets oh his message God. out. <laughs> First off, that means he's gonna have se- several. A period. Yeah, I was at the post office today. Jesus Christ! Right. <laughs> oh, we're getting a story. The story's going nowhere. <laughs> we're getting a Ouija story. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. No, it's sad. It's like, are you there? This no is one a- cares no. how I feel. <laughs> no one's ever loved me. Dad, come on. No, it's this. Dad, is there anything you'd like to say to us? You know what you did. <laughs> now everyone thinks I murdered you, Dad. Oh, yeah, it's that hardcore. You gotta, I, he killed me. That's, you know that's not That's true. how much of a prankster he is. Like, watch this one. He's like elbowing other ghosts. Like, nah. Oh. I, I make, they did a Ouija board. I made him think my kid murdered yeah. me. Now they got. Now the cops are over there. It went a little too far. I wish they'd open the Ouija board yeah. again. So it's you them. and Jordan, and you're like, "Are you there, Dad?" And then he <laughs> and, and he comes back with he comes back with Rory. Tell Jordan the truth. And you're like, "That doesn't. I have no idea <laughs> what that's helping." <laughs> There's no truth. I buried money in the 50-yard line of a stadium that was built after he died. That's so funny. Uh, okay, Katie. Okay, if I encourage you at least Ouija board it up and then let us know what happens. As everybody knows, our uh, return, our regarding, our getting back and to us, our follow-up seance, letters. Can you film that? Or I can imagine the person would be like, "Look, I run these seances. You can't." Film no, them. I yeah. bet they're way into filming. I bet you no can way. get iPhone footage. Everything. You think? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? That's good for business. To I film feel like it when up. Nothing happens. It's bad for business. If nothing happens, you never put it. If you catch anything, if like a moth comes, yeah, it's into like the taping room. a bad set. You know, yeah. just don't put it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you, it's your call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's your yeah. call. You still submit it to the festival. Yeah, oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. They like that avant-garde. Uh, <laughs> for real, Katie. We'll let Kyle know, but let your let all of us know. Uh, write us back and tell us what you end up doing if you go F two F in any way or bring another person in to find out what's going on with Pup Pup. We would love to hear it. Did it, she say pup pup or did Kyle? Kyle, but I that? got I on board. That was my biggest question. Pup pup. <laughs> I have never heard pup pup. Pup pup. I, I like that. I like it too. Uh, until then, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scoville, and Kyle Kinney. And we're back, folks. We're still here with uh, our our lovely friend Kyle Kinney. Your new pen pal. Your new pen pal. Um, Daniel, did you did you have any oh heck announcements yeah. of any of any sort yes. you wanted to throw at the pennies and pallers? On October twenty eighth, yep. I'm doing the second annual Halloween go, where it's bingo. That's right, and it's oh the twenty seventh. I got corrected. The twenty seventh. I'm right. doing Halloween go, which is bingo on Zoom. And anybody can play. Also a Halloween costume contest. And you can win real prizes. Plus, we raise money for no-kill animal shelters, big brothers, big sisters, and food banks. And if you win, you get to choose one of those organizations in your own area to receive some money. That's how it goes. Uh, you dropped in last year. What were you dressed up as? Something from Alice in Wonderland? I think I was the card from Alice in Wonderland. So I'm going to try to get you to come I in think again. You don't have to dress up. Or maybe up. I was Alice. You might have been Alice. We always try to do, with the three of us, my, my daughter and my wife, we always try to do something Do you know what you're group. doing this year? You know, it's kind of interesting. So one year we did uh, Alice in Wonderland. Then another year we did uh, uh, um, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yes. Factory. And this year my daughter, yeah, last year all three of us were vampires. And this year she wants to be Jojo Siwa, this young pop star okay. that's coming up. And she goes, I want to be, jo-, like she's fascinated with her. She's okay. like, I want to be Jojo Siwa. 
instead of being like, oh, cool, yeah, we'll make that work. Instead, I was like, well, what are me and mom supposed to do? <laughs> You're breaking up the group. <laughs> you got to pick something. All three of us can do a thing of. You could be the parents of a of a spinning out child star. You know, I should dress as her agent. Like, I'm yes. the, yes. Yes. the care, That's it. Yes. We'll find oh, there's, well, there's a way to do uh, Satellite characters around <laughs> yeah. JoJo Siwa. So that's on the 27th. And then um, right before that, I am doing another movie club. And uh, this month, in honor of Halloween, on that night of the 27th, it is going to be Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Uh, but a week before that, Classic. I also have a trivia night. And I'm doing Baba Duke as a Halloween. I'm doing two movie clubs this month because I've never seen Baba Duke and I wanted to do Hocus Pocus. Oh, All that stuff's that. at Daniel kirk.com it's just a good time and hopefully you stop by again this halloween to say hi to everybody yep. and call some numbers yeah i'm gonna be at, uh, if you're in los angeles i'm gonna be at largo october 16th mm-hmm. for a for a show so come on out i don't have anything road so stuff good. i'm not doing any zoom things i do. i kind of go <laughs> home and just sort of sit <laughs> really Look out che- the window. Checked out of the whole thing. I'm I'm gonna be that when I pass away, I'll I'll be a pretty easy ghost. It'll just be a depression <laughs> ghost in the cushion. Oh, yeah. he's sitting again. No, oh. he's sitting. And he got up. And he put some whiskey <laughs> in his coffee. <laughs> that was a very scary part of uh, Malignant. I don't know if you saw I, that. I, one I, well, did you like it? That just came out. I, yeah, it's yeah. bananas. The reveal. I, like, I just went. What the fuck? Me too. Like, I was just I sitting, like in it. I was like sitting with the yeah. I was sitting with the cat. I was high as shit. I started oh, laughing. You were high I started laughing. I started laughing so hard. You watch horror movies high? Oh, by myself. Yeah. Oh my god. I love it. Ra- Rachel doesn't like them, so when she's out of town, I get that. I just, me, me and the cat had a horror movie festival all weekend. That is a mind god. prison. I wouldn't be able to get out of. <laughs> I love. That. I have a scary doc for you to watch. Have you seen Last Breath? Oh, here we go. Sorry. Uh, this want, is Daniel's favorite. We need to get into this. Yeah, All right, we'll, we'll do it. Daniel we'll do and I are in the same boat. If we find a thing, we have to harp have on to. it and get people doing it. Well, Kyle, let me what, plug my got, stuff. Yeah, you your... wasted everybody's time telling them that you don't do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was actually a plug. Guys, I'm taking it easy this year. <laughs> You can find all those easiness at RoryScoble.com. There's nothing there, and you can look it's at just it. A, it's a screensaver of the beach. Hit me up on Twitter. I'll be on it. I will be on it actively. <laughs> um, if this is the 13th, tonight I'll be at the Tower Theater in Oklahoma City. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'm in Texas the rest of this week. And go to KyleKinane.com for tickets for that stuff. Hell yeah. Go see Kyle Kinane. If, even if you have the slightest inkling of being like, I, well, I don't know his stuff. Don't even look it up. No. Go buy a oh, ticket. If you're great. in the go town, in blind. go in wow. blind and just know it's a fun to order a beer, sit back, and it's literally like your. This is what I love about it. Your your comedy. It feels like you are just hanging out with a friend mm-hmm. who just happens to have a really great take on all the topics, <laughs> and you never have <laughs> to worry about it. Yeah. And he's chatting it up, and you're like, "This is so." It's it's great because the, it's so relaxing. That's very it's a flattering, relaxing man. thing you get to laugh flattering. through. I love Thank it. You, That's man. what I love about it. All right, here we go. Ready? Go to kylekanane.com for tickets. <laughs> this one's called Feeling Comfortable, but Something's Missing. Okay. My dearest Raniel and Dory. People mm. beefing your Do names. Do we both in this. win there? Sure. <laughs> Does feel like a tie. Yeah. I'm not happy about a tie. I'm not either. I didn't come sit through a soccer game for 0-0. I'm at a point in my life where I've been starting to feel comfortable with how life has been going so far, and it honestly feels uh, kind of weird. I know it sounds ridiculous to feel that way, but all my life I had goals and an idea of what my next step step in life would be. 
it was always pretty clear what the next step would be. The next grade of school, then on to college, and then find a job that will satisfy me. I have honestly surprised myself at how quickly I've gotten to this so-called comfort spot with a job that does satisfy me. I'm 27, and I have a job that I love, what I do, and I feel like I'm fulfilling parts of my needs with the job. I'm a motion graphic designer who animates videos for veterinary veterinaries and animal hospitals. I wanted a job that would satisfy my creative needs, and this definitely fits the bill for that. And now I get to work from home, which makes the job even better. However, it feels so weird to me that I don't have a next step or a new life goal in mind. In some ways, it can be a frightening thought, living the rest of my life out like this in a comfortable setting. That might sound weird, but I've been used to, used to pushing through uncomfortable situations and looking towards the next step. Do you two have any thoughts about what types of goals I should be setting for myself? Are there next steps in life that I'm missing? I just feel like I'm missing something and I'm not getting that old sense of satisfaction after finishing a chapter in my life. I'm curious of your thoughts. Side note, do you ever get random jingles or theme songs from old shows from your childhood stuck in your head? Lately, I've had the Tiny Toons theme stuck in my head. Not mad about it. Anyways, thanks for all you do. I plan on seeing you both in Denver this weekend at the High Plains Comedy Festival, and I'd love to meet you in person if possible. Keep doing what you do and make people smile. Thanks for all you do. I wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pal, Clay P. Um, Clay, I, I'm, I'm going to make the assumption we did uh, meet chit chat. I, I think so too. Meet. It was we are not hard to access after a show. <laughs> if you if a podcast ever finishes that is taking place in a coffee shop sure. or a rock club, mm-hmm. you will get to say hi to those people yeah. uh, because there's nowhere for uh, them to, to go. go. And they're they're they're, they're as comics we're very accessible. I, I've sure. been the other way. I've been so freaked out by being around people. I you just dis- hide. Yeah, I disappear. You hide. I'm not against the hide move. Um, here's my my first off. Perfect strangers get stuck in my head, and it lives there for a few days. The song, Ooh. yeah, I don't remember it at all. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing. I think it's need to rearrange. Sometimes you just get a feeling that you need some kind of change. We're gonna get sued for this. No matter what the odds are this time, nothing's gonna stand in my way. Just so you know, Conan's going to make you beep all this out so we don't get sued. Oh, yeah. All right. (laughs) Standing tall. (laughs) Oh, you guys were both excited to hit that point. Uh, Honest to God, I had no idea where we were going because I don't remember the song at all, but I followed the lead. As soon as you guys both hit it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the line. I watched you for the chord (laughs) changes. That's it. They get on the truck and they drive up. What's that? I watched you for the chord changes and the... Yeah, watch me what? for the changes, and it's blues riff and B. Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Yeah, I think this is an interesting uh, letter because I feel like in our line of business and what we do, it's so like when someone goes, "What's the next step?" It's it's crazy because what what we do, there's never there's, there there's isn't really this next step well. because I think we're always and may, this could be just me. I don't want to speak for all of us. But there's this sort of fascination with where will this go? Like in 10 years, what will I feel like on stage and what will I be saying? And I think... Oh, you're speaking specifically for stand-up. Specifically for stand-up alone. Okay, yes. and, and, And you go, well, I'll record an album. I'll shoot a special. And I have to say, as someone who has done those things, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way, 
I, I, I don't find that it satiated anything for me other nope. than going, well, that's what you do. And I can't wait to get that notch up there. Getting to do it is fun and planning an hour that you're going to retire anyway. So mm-hmm. you might as well record but, the album. You might as well shoot the special. But it isn't sort of a next step thing because you just always start over. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to stray too far because I want to address the letter. The but yeah, you let, go back to the ghost. Guy, it's, back, it's always ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, the thing with stand up or you're doing improv or everything, it's like, it's just. That's the challenge is like, oh, I wrote a joke that's this funny. Now yeah. i got to write another joke that's funnier than that. Yeah. And I, I've been commenting on it in stand-up how it, like, stand-up for me gets exponentially more difficult, like mining cryptocurrency. Yes. Because you had the whole world, the entire the scope was open to make fun of everything. Yeah. And then you know what you've already talked about yeah. or what you've heard somebody else talk about. So it gets more narrow and more narrow and more conceptual the more you get and I love the challenge of it. Yes. I love that the last six months I've been frustrated and terrified of going back to stand up, not in a Hollywood sense of can this turn into something else. Right. Just, sure, sure. Can I can I keep this fan base that I've created? Off? Yeah. Can the people that are willing to part with a few bucks to come see me want to keep doing that over yes. and over again? Yes. Right. And so I've thought about the question that this person has a lot in the sense of like, what's next? I'm like, oh yeah, I never have to worry about that okay. because this this is in perpetuity stand as long as i keep caring about it as much as i well, do we, we were all i feel like in that format of our lives before stand up i mean we all were in the position of yeah you just go from third grade to fourth grade then you yeah. go to fifth grade then you go to high well, school then, then you go to college then you're supposed to get a job organized well, then it was like, kids, but like then moving to hollywood was the step up, and then that's sure. the next step is who knows? Is it in six months? Is it in ten years? Right. Yeah, and so that was the terrifying part. But for this part, like to feel satisfied at twenty seven, this person's because I've never really thought about that. If you're in your twenties and you're like, this is what yeah. I want to do for the rest of my life, I might change companies. I yeah. might maybe I move, but everything is, and I don't say this for the negative. Everything is kind of lateral. Like I'm just, I was living in Nashville. Now I'm living in Memphis. Well, I, or I was yeah. living in Denver, and now I'm living in Houston. But I still do this job, and and I think I'm so bad at this. You can take your 401k from one place and bring it to another. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Yes. So everything, We're not the industry. Not for that we all we all just hit a yeah, ceiling. Yeah. We're like, I Grandpa think as you Joe said 401k. And- then Kyle and I were like, I hope he knows this. Please so, don't outsource to I, us. I keep drink tickets in my backpack in case I make it back to the same yeah, venue. And that's not sure. a call. And that's that is sort of financially responsible. It's micro retirement. Yeah, yeah. This is micro yeah. retirement. So. I've never thought about that, that you're, what is your next, if you know you're doing what you want with your life, and maybe you uh, have a partner if you want one, or maybe you have kids if you want one, or a few, then what is the, like, next thing, right? I I think I have, uh, I have, uh, I I think what, for me personally, I think when, that, that is a type of thinking. That that next step type of thing. Sure. So it's that all our, our writers definitely. Have. Yeah, 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 and it's all perspective. And I would say to get to twenty seven and go, and then I did all the things I set out to do. I don't really believe that anyone in their lifetime doesn't have a next step. Um, I don't. I don't yeah. think it because oh, I, I don't think, think so. as I you age, yeah, yeah, I think as you age, your perspective changes so much that who you are now at twenty seven. You won't really yeah. be like at 37 and you might 
realize you don't want to be a motion graphic designer anymore. And it might be that you discover the craziest fucking thing because it all changes internally. And I think that's kind of what stand-up is. I think that why that's so fun is because early in stand-up, you have that whole world to make jokes about. And I think comics, when they get really good as they get older, they realize Mm -hmm. the best stuff is coming from the inside. When you really go, oh, here's what I'm seeing and here's what I feel, I think it gets richer, it gets more relatable, it gets more fun to do, it gets more fulfilling, I think. And I think that just comes because perspective just pushes you in that way. You just want to get those things out. And it's also... this. Myself is the only topic I could speak about with sure. any authority. Yes. It's the only thing that I'm going to sit there and think like, well, I know about this. This is true. Now, outward, I like, that's just my personal preference in comedy. Like, I don't want to hear a 23-year-old stand-up go, let me tell you how the world works. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how anything works. You're just good looking right. and you get laid whenever you want. Like, the world is specific this to each like individual. This specific person. You can name names or you're safe here. You're no, safe it's, here. sadly, it's a lot of them now. But, <laughs> but I do think like 2000 to 2000, or more like 2010 to 2020, like that was the age of quote-unquote all comedy, but a lot of introspective comedy. Yeah. And now it's extroverted comedy and people observing the world. Um, but if you're 27, yeah, like you're saying, the world is going to give you the next step. Yeah, You yeah. don't have to sit there and plan it for yourself. You're 27, you're young. That, what an exceptional place to be in to have these things sorted out. Sure. But then this is the best time to just start doing weird stuff yeah. that you don't know if you're going to like it or not because it seems that you are financially sexually if if, it, okay. if that's what it needs to be you're financially <laughs> it stable and I. yeah if you want to get into butt stuff we man. just learned what pegging is not well, not that long we? ago really? well, i didn't know what it was <laughs> well but, you've been married since you were 14 so <laughs> that's we, what i know. tell people cuz they <laughs> ask me Rory, do you really didn't know pegging i go he doesn't people yeah, don't I'm, know i grew up Amish and at 14 i go Which, well there is no next step and now here i am on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> well, your next album, Still on My Rum Springer, is going to be great. <laughs> my album, Never Going Back. Yeah. <laughs> I only got a year to record this. <laughs> but, like, I think what you both are saying is first of all, the moment you think you have it all figured out, give it, wait, yeah. walk around the corner. Yeah. And, and whether that, and I don't mean this in any, I don't wish this on you at all, but it, whether it's uh, unfortunately possibly facing loss. Or it's people, or there are people, right, who had their jobs completely figured out, and they're like, uh, yeah, we just don't use typewriters anymore. So your love of fixing typewriters is gone. Yeah. Like you could have your yeah. your industry could be eliminated. Yeah. Uh, we faced that a little bit down for a few months. We're like, is this, yeah. we, is it yeah. gone? Yeah. Um, and it was for a little while. So the, you never know what they're going to change. I would say if you get into a living in a sunset time of your life where it's like, it's all good, the, 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 field is pl- is tilled and harvested and we're all great you seek out that stuff and for enjoy me that first yes. half, enjoy that but i would say one thing you can never get too much of is new culture and new experience so if you say like hey everything's set up here well then go out into the world yeah. and like go to india go to thailand go go to canada go to mexico go yeah. to oklahoma like go yeah. wherever and just be like soak up more of what life is all around the world or just watch any Anthony Bourdain show, but whatever it is like, yeah, you can still just cultivate more and more out of your life just to be, a. I don't want to say like enlightened, but well, uh, it is uh, enlightened. Yeah. Like the, I it think is. one of the, one of the biggest mistakes that happened here is like 
you're always encouraged, like, as soon as you're done with high school, you go to college. Right. Whereas Europe or the everywhere blueprint. else is like, take a year, go travel the world. Yeah, yeah you're going to party a bunch, sure. but you're going to see how other things are done. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to come back with a more informed idea of what you might want to do with your life yeah. before you, you go are. into debt and yes. who other figuring it out. Are. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas here, it's like you're 18, go into debt. Party your way out of two different state schools yep. before you have any clue of what you want to do yep. and then incur more debt. And then those people that don't debt. even party out, they'll end up at the same place you are where they're like, I don't know if I want to do this. Uh, yeah. Or they get lucky like the, like our like our writer and, and, and you know, they're happy yeah. with it. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of like this shoveling of... I always think of uh, that scene in Wizard of Oz where they just take them from one station to the next when they get to Oz. Yeah. Like that's kind of like how it is. Is like get done with high school and we're going to... And I think... Our generation machine. is on the tail end. Like millennials might be sort of on the tail end of uh, having to go to college. Do you feel that shift at all? That I do feel a college shift occurring. That people are I like, don't think I don't. It's not our generation. No, it's forties, no, but no, but we're in our forties and just paid those loans and we, off, <laughs> and we're still in debt. But uh, yeah, I think I do believe that there is going to be a like by the time your daughter's eighteen, because people just won't be able to afford. Like right now. It's not affordable, and it keeps going up, and there isn't a justification of why well, and it's it always keeps a, going up. And it's always a 15-year-old kid who hacks into the NSA or something. <laughs> yes. Like that's Yes. If it's going to be all technology anyway, you're being brought up with that from birth right now. Yeah. Right. So you're figuring stuff out by eighth grade, so you're not going to need a college Did to you tell you how to do stuff. Did you watch the Fran Lebowitz documentary on, yeah. on Netflix? You yeah. saw it. Pretend it's a so, city. Pretend it's a city. And there's a person who asked, she's like in her 20s, I would guess, early 20s, and she's like, I have a much younger sibling, and she's four years old, and she's just on her iPad like all the time, and I feel like that's really bad. Like what would you say like needs to yeah, be fixed? Yeah, yeah. And Fran goes, well, I don't know. How 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 much of your worth is going to be determined by how good you are at iPads in twenty years? Because yeah. maybe she'll be the best. Yeah, it's like who? What is the world? It's also, what yeah. are you doing on the iPad? Are right. you painting? Are you creating? You can do things on right. these devices that are still creative. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't. So I don't. And my, you can look up. You can look up different places in the world. Um, I'm shocked to find that Daniel's top three exotic places are India, Thailand, and Canada. Those are that is something I. Never <laughs> I, I ran the gamut. I tried to. Hit, I tried to touch all the bases. I saw, you know. Go to India. Go to Calgary. <laughs> It'll make you appreciate India that much more. It's 100%. you need you need perspective. Don't forget to figure in perspective. Go to traveling. India alone. So before Hit we roll out, Saskatoon. Are there? <laughs> I wish I could <laughs> hang out with the sheepdogs. Are there any goals that you would recommend for somebody at this place in their life before life has said, all right, well, I'm just going to shove you in this direction. So now figure that out, which I hope doesn't happen in any negative way for clay. But do you, are there goals you would set at 27 when you feel like your dust is already settled? I, what did, I, not to discredit here, but I really doubt when somebody's like, it, for this example, 27, I work in uh grab, what is it? Graphic motion design, yeah. graphic, graphic motion, motion design. Graphic design. Yeah. Like, is that what you wanted to do when you were 10? When somebody asked you when you're 10 years old, you're like, I'd like to do graphic motion design. It's probably art, right? Yeah. It probably falls so into the category of wanting you, to do art. Because, yeah, I, I don't, anybody's like, I'm doing exactly what I wanted. Really? When you were 10? When you were 10? You, you wanted to be an anesthesiologist? But are you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like the luckiest person same. in the world because like this is it's this thing I me. wanted. I know. And anytime I start complaining about anything, I'm like, Same. hold on. Isn't it? Same. I agree with that, too. I, I have to say, I do think this person, just by how much they talk about how much this job yeah. satisfies them, I, I do believe it. I do think they 
have wanted to do this for a long time, but I do, and, and who, I could be wrong, but if someone made me bet money on it, I would bet that within the next 10 years, there's going to be a passion shift where this yeah. person is going, because everything has been complete this and move on to the next step, complete this, move on yeah. to the step, next step. They, I think this person is going to feel as though they completed this. What is the next step? And their passion for this, and it might, I could be wrong, but their passion for this might dwindle. And they go, oh, wait, I, this isn't what I want to do. And I think what you're going to find is it's so much more exciting when someone isn't telling you what the next step should be. It's what I love about our job. I love that we are artists who get to be creative. We don't have a boss asking us for a thing. We get to go on stage and we decide what this is going to be, how yeah. it's going to change, how I'm going to grow. Mm-hmm. Or look at this like maybe that's not maybe you did all the steps. Stop looking at what the next step is. And sure. like I said, and not to do, again, graphic motion design and it's for vet vets and everything to help animal animals. Hospitals. That's awesome and I think that is great. Agreed. But yeah, go back to when you were 10, what did you want to do? Porn. Sorry, <laughs> you're asking him. Sorry. I I mean, him. and you had and that was tough knowing you had to wait at least four and, years. Knowing that I didn't know what that was. I was like trying to do the math. I was going to go like eight, but probably 11 in some states. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I would say too, as a person, I feel like maybe you're a bit of a type A personality of like this happens, this, this happens, this happens, this. If you get faced with a like, I don't know anymore, embrace yeah. that a little bit yeah, and, and be yeah. okay with it. Yeah, so okay. it's fine. You get to try all the stuff. Right. Yeah. Because you did everything in order. To a, to a degree of success. Yeah. And I would say this, and I think you are, you started on it when you said, as soon as I get mad at somebody, I, you step back and you go, what is my job? Oh my right. God. I think about it all the time. Like the fact that we get to be in town, pop into bars and clubs and work on 10 minutes that over time is going to grow and become something. And the whole time you're doing it, your coworkers and your office is having drinks, hanging out, being around comics, having a laugh, feeling good. And it's a very limited amount of time at a job you want to be at. And then you get to go out on the road and, and, and do those things. I think, I think uh, not that it's a next step, but I think life is about figuring out, well, what makes me happy? And you might be surprised that that doesn't have to be an accomplishment and that doesn't yeah. have to be some big idea. But if you find that thing that makes you happy, let's say it's like, I just really like gardening. I just like I gardening. Say, gardening. I just like gardening. You might go, well, fuck, I might do this the rest of my life. I'll tell you what, there are plenty of humans in history who did that their whole life and lived a Zen lifestyle and I, loved it. Also allowing yourself to be absolutely horrible at something. Oh my God. Yeah. It's such, because it's, if you're in a position where you got all the stuff, you're doing the thing you want. Yeah. Like that's, I consider myself at that point. I just, I can be bad at these hobbies oh, man. and not play and, an instrument. And, oh, I just, I play horrible guitar. Right. I ride mountain bikes. Everything else I do, I'm bad at. You're sure. good at mountain bikes. No, I'm not. Really? No, I'm One not. time he fell on I'm, his own lock and like uh, broke his own ribs. My oh, that's, I, 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 I crashed on purpose going to Nate Craig's party for a gag, but I forgot <laughs> I had a padlock in front of me and I busted my ribs. Landed on, <laughs> on his own padlock. I did it for a gag because I was doing comedy first. Exactly. The bad bike ranking. Yeah. But that you have the freedom to just be shitty at a bunch of stuff without the pressure of channeling your frustration from a day job into like, yeah. well, this hobby has to fulfill me yeah. because yeah. my rest of my life 
is miserable. No, the rest of your life is great. Yeah. Now you get to be like, hey, I made a crappy pizza. Who wants to come over? Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to garden, but it's just a bunch of rabbits that I scare away. Like, th- <laughs> it's such le- a great time for this person. I think you're absolutely right. I would leave it at this. Look at you. You made it to 27 and you have a job that you love. So the thing that yeah. you sort of have to go do to earn sure. money to exist in our machine, our system of society, you actually enjoy doing it. Much like us, we enjoy how we get paid to do uh, the thing we want to do. So you get to have those moments of going, well, what else do I like and what makes me happy? And go at it knowing that, at least for now, you don't have to rely on those things Financially, you know, yeah. you're not trying to become a professional mountain biker. No, you know, being you're so- not trying to be a professional guitar player. But you can no, go well. and just go. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna just whittle around and 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 fuck around with this thing, and maybe it's just fun to do. Yeah, because the, the way that I make my money, I don't have to rely on this mm-hmm. because I already found that thing. I, mm-hmm. I would say take a lot of gratification and 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 gratitude for the fact that you you have you you have reached what you would say is sort of a final step of your original plan. Now I'd say enjoy the fruits of your labor and that just is, enjoy your life. That is sadly like what the new American dream is. Like, oh, you can do things without wondering if they'll generate income? Exactly. Oh, you can yeah. just pursue your interests yeah. without see, figuring out how you can monetize it? Yeah. That, then you won. Yeah. Then yeah. You, you, you win. Yeah. That's why when someone's like, I started an Instagram, it's just pictures of laundry baskets. And you're like, ah, oh, the Let, freedom. I'm not rip. trying to make money. Let her rip. <laughs> Let her rip. Uh, thanks so much for this, Clay. Yeah, this is great. Clay, we appreciate this letter, and uh, you're in a great spot. Enjoy uh, enjoy your life and, and figure out how to pass on that joy to other people. And uh, congrats on making it to the top of the pyramid. Don't make me go into my ancient aliens okay, pyramid I stuff. I, I will explode. Uh, but, Clay, thank you so much uh, for this letter. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Van Kirk. Daniel Scoville. It's still just Kyle Kinney. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.